Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Rick Dayton Show on the air. This is KDKA and talking about young adults with the lowest antibody levels after COVID infection. And what exactly does that mean? Well, let's find out from somebody who was involved in doing that research and talking about it today here on KDKA. We'd like to introduce you to Dr. John Alcorn, who is a Ph.D. at the University of Pittsburgh. He teaches the Pitt School of Medicine and at Children's Hospital. Dr. Alcorn, it is wonderful to have you on KDKA. How are you, sir? Oh, great. Glad to be here, Rick. Hey, tell me a little bit about this particular study, and let's just sort of define some of these terms as we get started. First of all, what do we mean by young adults? What does that term mean numerically? Right. So in our study, um, young adults were defined as as patients between the age of 19 and 30. Okay, so under the age or including up to 30, but that's what you're calling young adults then. And how how many were you looking at? So within the overall study was about 175, um, but within the young adult bucket, somewhere around 50. Okay. So when we look at this particular information that has just been posted to the website, which is called MedArchive, um, and then it will be ahead of a peer review publication, and they will then look at that data and, and determine where it goes from there. What exactly does this tell you about antibody production, and, and where does this go next? What does it mean next? Right, right. So our group's interest it was very much in trying to understand the immune memory formation in people with moderate disease. Um, and, and the reason for that being that most people that get COVID don't end up with a severe uh, illness or end up hospitalized. So we were really trying to understand um, how variable would an would immune memory response. And that was defined or was measured as the production of antibody in the blood. Um, so we measured antibody throughout uh, a large age range of people from 19 to 70 um, and tried to understand are there certain biologic factors that would affect that, you know, uh, a person's sex or a person's age. Um, and we were quite surprised, actually, that the, the group that produced the lowest levels of antibodies turned out to be this young group um, and not the older group, as you might uh, presuppose, um, that, that older people may be less responsive. Um, so the, the question becomes, you know, how do you explain those type of uh, finding or, you know, what do we think could be going on here? Um, and it's difficult. Um, in, in this type of study where we um, analyzed samples from people that were convalescent, we didn't see these patients when they were sick. So it's hard to define the, the severity of the illness they had other than that they weren't admitted to a hospital and they saw their doctor. So there was obviously proof then that they had been infected with coronavirus, but you didn't have some sort of baseline to say that these are all people who spent three days in the hospital or some sort of some sort of number correct. that you could quantify, Correct. Yeah, so what, what we could do is we look back at the, at the patient record when we did have them in convalescence, we asked them about their symptoms, uh, how long they had their symptoms, whether their symptoms resolved, 
um, if they were back to 100%. And what we found is that people between the ages of, of uh, 19 and 45 did seem to recover faster than older patients, maybe three days uh, on mean average, um, whereas it may have taken two weeks for older people to recover, 11 days for, for the younger group. But there was still this antibody difference between the very younger adults versus people between 30 and 45. How do you go about measuring for this study antibodies? Um, so in, in this case, we, we sample um, the patient's blood, and then we separate um, a fraction of the blood called serum. And, and serum is then used in, in an assay where we expose that serum to parts of the virus or, or parts of the proteins on the surface of the virus, in this case, the spike protein and um, um, the uh, nucleoprotein of the virus. Um, and we, we then, um, by putting those two things together, we can detect using a, a fluorescent-based assay, assay um, how much antibody is there. So then you are able to do that regardless of whether somebody is 19 or 70. The blood is the blood, right? I mean, it's going to tell the tale regardless of a person's age or sex or, or any of the other ethnicities or backgrounds, correct? It's all the same. Yes, yeah. The assay is going to be completely the same. And we validated these assays using WHO standards that we were able to procure um, that from, from known positives uh, worldwide. So we, we knew um, that what we were getting was a real signal. We also tested people's blood before the pandemic as a negative control to make sure that um, you know the assay was very uh, specific. That there wasn't something else triggering a false positive in terms of antibodies, numbers high or low uh, on either yep. side, correct? Yep. Exactly. Got it. Dr. John Alcorn joining us again. He is a professor at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine and UPMC Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh talking about a study suggesting that young adults have the lowest antibody levels after COVID infections. Also goes on to suggest, the paper does, that vaccination is still key. Doctor, we have heard, and, and maybe it's anecdotal and and maybe there's been some research done that younger people, when they get vaccinated, for instance, I'll use our, our oldest son, who's 25, that when he was vaccinated, he had a much more difficult time bouncing back after the second shot. Whereas my wife and I, who are in our 50s, didn't really have much side effects at all. We have heard that from a number of people that younger people have had a harder time were in bed, sort of knocked, knocked out by it. Any correlation between this and that? Yeah, no, that's very, it's very interesting. Um, and I think some of that's anecdotal, right? Because uh, I know people, you know, myself, for one, when I got the vaccine, I was knocked down. Well, okay, so there um, you go. Right, and, that, but, and that's what I said, that is, yeah. it, it is anecdotal. Yeah. It's not necessarily based on research. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think, though, that, I mean, it's entirely possible, though, that young people, you would predict young people would respond very well. And the vaccine is very immunogenic as compared to perhaps the infection was. You know, we're comparing two different settings, right, where, where we have a live infection versus a, a known amount of um, the, the vaccine being injected into you. Mm -hmm. Does this suggest anything about vaccination for young people? And, and if so, what do you think it is? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that it's, a, it's another piece of data um, in, a, in a subset of patients that has probably been somewhat understudied because, you know, we've known for a while that younger people are less susceptible to severe illness and kids are less susceptible to severe illness, but it doesn't mean they're not susceptible. Um, and so I, I, what we hope is that this piece of data would encourage people, you know, to, to make their, their own decisions um, and, and consider that um, just because you had COVID last year, for example, that, that you, you may not be as well protected as you think you are. Um, so there's, there's other options out there. We have vaccines now that, that work and, and consider to get one. And so therefore, the additional levels of protection may be needed. Is that what I hear you saying? That's that's exactly what I'm suggesting. I mean, it, it, it's in line with what we're even thinking for people that were vaccinated now eight, mm. ten months ago. That that you know, a booster and another exposure to this to this uh, to the proteins of this virus is probably a good idea. 
before we let you go, is there additional work that spins off of this particular paper? Or is there additional work that other people are saying, hey, we need to do this as a follow-up? What's next? Yeah, yeah, we're actually doing some of that work. We actually uh, were able to obtain some funding from the state of Pennsylvania's COVID uh, funds um, to, to bring some of these patients back. So we, we just last month, we brought about half of this cohort back to get samples at one year post-illness. And we're going to do the same next year at two years post-illness. So we can really ask questions about durability. Because that's that's one of the hot topics right now, right? Is you know how long-lasting is, is is the antibody protection in your blood going to be? Um, and, and do we really need boosters every year? Do we need boosters after two years? Um, you know, we don't know. How long until we have some sort of idea on that? Do you, is that something that's a year out? Is it five years out? Is it ten years out? Do we know? Well, I think that you know for the one-year time frame, you know, we're going to have that information. Our lab, other labs are going to be publishing that in the next few months. Oh, so that's pretty quick then. I mean, that, yeah, okay, yeah. good. All right. um, long-term protection is a different a different question, but yeah, I think as far as informing the, the you know these booster programs that are happening, um, a lot of that's going to come fairly quickly. Excellent, Dr. Alcorn. Thank you for being on KDK. We appreciate it, and congratulations on the publication here going uh, going out to uh, Med Archive. Sure. Thank you. Uh, it was fun. We sure appreciate it. Dr. John Alcorn joining us again, University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, UPMC Children's Hospital, talking about young adults with the lowest antibody levels after infection, suggesting additional protection may be needed for them. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.